budget the very first of the year, we added a new staff member to our church and appointed Tory Guthrie as interim pastor. Not interim pastor, interim pastor. And, and we've given him things to do and given him good assignments. He's doing a great job in our children's church. Children's Church is growing. We had 21 out there this past Sunday. And two, two new girls in Children's Church gave their heart to the Lord this past Sunday. I was called out there to speak to one of them because she told someone she wanted to be baptized. So they came and got me, and I went out and I was telling them that we were baptized. We'll see we, our next baptism is scheduled. We'll have her on the list and we will definitely baptize her. And that was Madison. And then another, I don't know if she was a relative or a sister. I'm not really sure. But anyway, there were some, several new ones there, so I, but I didn't know that Madison wanted to be baptized. And then when I said I'd baptize her, uh, another little girl raised her hand and said she got saved she wanted to be baptized. So, so I said, well, honey, we will baptize you too. We will baptize both of you. And we have a regular time of baptism. And soon as it won't, won't be long for our baptism, we'll come up again on schedule. And when it does, we'll baptize you. So I'm just telling you that in a lot of ways, God's doing great things. And, and, and Pastor Tory is leading that uh, children's church. And uh, that's a just a, a great thing that's happening in us. And, and other good things are right on the horizon. God's doing so many marvelous things. Several new people in our church this past Sunday morning here for the first time. God's leading people here, and it's just and, and it's exciting to see what God's doing. I see things a lot more, a, a lot more details than I hear about. And I don't hear about everything, I'm sure, but a lot of things come to me. And the reason I want to share them with you, I want to be sure you know about them. I want you to know that God's doing things all over when, in our church. God's doing things. And people's lives are being touched and the Lord's ministering to them. And some of you right here, sitting right here, made your decision for Jesus right here at this altar. And praise God for that. So I've already said we're glad to have our youth uh, with us tonight. Instead of meeting separately, they're here with us tonight. Brother Tory speaking. And uh, glad all of you are here. And Brother Tory, I'm going to ask you to come on up and uh, bring us the message from the Lord tonight. Let's welcome him. Amen. All right. Fantastic. Now, I hope we all brought a snack because for the next three hours you get to listen to me talk. You thought that was a joke. Um, so, yeah, uh, a few months ago, Pastor asked me to step into a leadership position in the Children's Church, which I was very happy to do. Because um, uh, over the past few years, I've really uh, discovered a passion for, for teaching kids. Um, whenever I was really little, I knew I wanted to be a pastor. I always said that uh, it was something I felt like I'd be really good at. And it turns out that when you get me on a stage, I'm fine. So, I always told people when they'd ask me, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? Do you have to go on house? I want to be a lawyer. I want to be 
a doctor. No, you're not, because you're not in school for 20 years. I told them I wanted to be a pastor. And uh, everybody kind of looked at me funny, like, why do you want to do that? Pay well. Which is what you hear a lot, especially if your parents are accountants. So, but I decided to go ahead and do it anyways. Um, no, it, it has really been an honor and a privilege to, to teach the kids, and it's something that I'm very passionate about. But uh, whenever I was preparing for tonight, um, someone, a very wise man gave me a piece of advice. He said, all right, you're a young person. Don't get up there and tell the old people uh, all the experience you have. And in my day, I've learned this. Um, so I'm not going to do that. But I am going to tell you what God has done in my life in the short time that I've been on this earth. Because um, I really am not that old, even though sometimes it feels like it. But in, in, in the short time that I've been here, some miraculous things have taken place. And a lot of times people say that God doesn't do miracles anymore, and they're wrong. They're just looking in the wrong place. Because they read the Bible and they see, oh, you know, God led the Israelites with a pillar of fire. You can't do that today. Somebody will think a terrorist blew up a building. That That's what's going to happen there. So God's miracles are a little more sophisticated today. And um, I realized that from, from, from a year, very young age, things were very different than what I thought they were. What I mean by that is when I was little, all I knew was you wake up, you go to school, you come home, you do your homework, you and you go to bed. And on Sundays and Wednesdays, you go to church. There, there was no skipping church. If you were sick, you, you threw up on the way to church. You still went to children's church. That's how that went. You went to church. Um, well, whenever I got older, I started moving, uh, moving along in life. I got to high school, and I realized something pretty significant. The world does not like church people. They really don't. So when you tell them, hey, I go to church, they go, oh! Uh-uh. No, they don't want to be your friend. Because they don't like church people. They think church people are very judgy. Because they said something. Oh, Jesus, don't like you. No. So, sadly enough, throughout high school, I didn't have a whole lot of friends because I never wanted to compromise my faith and what I stood for just to have some friends. Um, which is very rare today. Because in high school, I realized uh, there were a lot of people that would go around and say, oh, yes, on Sunday, I go to this church. But then I see on their Facebook that the night before, they were out drinking with their friends. What about church? Oh, that's a Sunday thing. I go on Sundays. What about Wednesdays? What? There's church on Wednesdays? Since when? So, it, 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 it's, it's a very interesting thing growing up in the world today. And I don't mean this in a bad way, but 50-something years ago, everybody went to church. Nowadays, nobody goes to church. And those that do, 
go to church because they think it looks good. They think that if I go to church, people are going to accept me and they think I'm a nice person. But you know what? Church people can be mean too. So throughout high school, in order to be able to fit in, I decided to do uh, the marching band. Yeah. Robin Jones. Um, I, I made it through my junior year of high school in the marching band. That was interesting. Um, me and the band director had some creative differences. And so I decided that senior year I was not going to continue. And then found out that if you don't continue in marching band, everyone doesn't talk to you. They decide, oh, you left us now. So senior year, I got a real taste of what it was like to not have any friends, literally no friends. I got, I got up, I went to school, I went to work. Well, that was a time whenever I decided that, all right, I'm going to go after what is important, what I've been told is important my whole life. I'm going to dedicate myself to God. And so in my story, I'm going to back up just a little bit. My sophomore year of high school, I got a job. I wasn't forced to, just decided I wanted some extra money. Because, believe it or not, every time you ask your parents for money, they will say money. So I decided I wanted some money. So I got a job. I got a job at a child care that's up here at the road. Most of you probably know what it is. OTB Kids, giant building, and I thought, okay, this child will get me through high school, then I'll go to college. Little did I know that four going on five years later, I'm still there. And I absolutely fell in love with it. Like I had said, I wanted to be a pastor from a very young age. And I thought that, you know, everybody thinks of a pastor, you think of the, the head pastor of the church. And then for a long time, I thought children. Then youth, so but then I realized that it's not up to me. It's wherever God decides he wants to play. So the title that I have given tonight's message is What If? I had a music teacher in elementary school whenever we lived in Oklahoma. His name was Mr. Wood. We'd all be sitting in his class in a big circle, and he would, he'd walk in, and the first thing, and I've come to find this out, that when a teacher walks in the room, everybody goes, what are we doing today? And so he'd tell us. And then the next question is, well, what if this happens? He used to look at anyone who would ask a what-if question and say, well, what if an alien spaceship comes busting through that mountain? Because I don't answer what-if questions. Well... I found a song that I really, really liked that starts with What If. And I have that song, and I'll let you listen to it, because it's what I'm basing everything tonight off of. So, What If. What if I gave everything by casting crowns on which ways to go to song? Battle. 
was gonna take giants down be a man you would write about deep in my chest is the heart of a warrior so why am I still standing here why am I still holding back from you I hear you call me up into deeper waters I settled on the shallow Why am I still standing here? So afraid what it might cost to follow you. I'd walk by faith if I could get these feet to move. But I don't wanna live that way. I don't wanna look back someday on a life that never stepped across the line. So why am I still standing here? Why am I still holding back from you? You've given me a faith that can move a mountain But I'm still playing in the sand Building little kingdoms that'll never stand I hear you call me I'm so tired of standing here What if I gave everything to you? What if I gave everything? What if I stopped holding? That song has become one of my absolute favorite songs because I love the concept behind it. I use this song every single Sunday in Children's Church as one of our worship songs because it's something that people struggle with so much today. They get they get out and start with their relationship with God. It's, it's this Jesus. But then they get to that point when they realize they really need him right there, but standing on the edge of a cliff in shallow water, and he's saying, just trust me, step out and trust me, I, I do, I, hold on, I, no, I'm sorry, no, I, but my friends are over here, and everybody gets so concerned about their friends, 
which is why, yes, my senior year, I walked from high school didn't have any friends. But that was one of the best years I ever had. Because I got in touch with God. Found out that your happiness does not come from what little Susie just posted on Facebook or what Johnny thinks of your outfit that day. True happiness comes from God. And I have never been happier than whenever I'm walking in line with God. And he'll tell me when I'm not because I'm not happy. He makes it very clear. The thing is, is everybody gets so wrapped up in what the world thinks and so concerned with what your friends think. Here's the thing. You are given that much time on this earth as it is. If you look at the vast expansion of time, your life is the time you live. What you do with that blip will determine what happens to you forever. So why would you spend it standing on the edge? Why not step off? What if? What if you stepped off to see what God had in store for you? A verse that I feel like um, everyone likes to read and they're like, oh, that's really good, but everyone rushes over because they don't like what it says, is uh, Matthew 10, 32. Whoever acknowledges me before men, I will also acknowledge him before my Father in heaven. But, that's the word no one likes. But, whoever disowns me before men, I will disown before my Father. Think about that. If I stand on the edge of my cliff, and I'm holding on to the world like a lifeline, because I think that's what I need to survive, when in reality, the world is what's killing you in the first place. If you step off, what if you gave it all? What if you decided, I'm going to do this for real? The hard part is people can't take 15 minutes to sit in a church service without looking at their phone. Yeah, I said. 15 minutes away from your screen to listen to something that could change your life forever and make you ten times happier than anything else in this world. Because someday when I stand before God, I would love for Him to be able to look at me and say, Hey, I know you. You and me had a great relationship. I don't want to stand before my Creator and him say, I'm sorry, your house is over there. I don't know. But because you want to play church on Sundays and not live it out the rest of the week, there are seven days in the week. Did you know that? And all seven of them, you're supposed to, you're supposed to follow Jesus, not just the one. 
but we can't take 15 minutes. 15 minutes away from our friends. Working with kids, I have seen a lot. And something that has really strongly fallen on my heart, and it's something that people ask me all the time. Um, oh, you work at daycare. Makes you not want to have kids, right? And see how awful they are. No, it does not. I want to have kids, I want to have a family. But working there teaches me how not to raise my children. Because I get to see how everyone who lives in the world screws it up. You know what the number one cause for a kid being screwed up? Missing out on this. Everyone needs God's love. And they know they do on a fundamental level. Everyone is searching for God's love. But the world is sitting there saying, no, it's okay, you don't need it. No, 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 we'll take care of you. You can be whatever you want to be over here. Sam or Sophia. And to give you a, a prime example, I have this one child. This child is 11 years old. 11. So they're in that fifth grade. And for some reason, this child, every time they get upset, or something happens in their life, they decide they want to talk to me. so thankful for that. Because a year ago, this child sat down with me at 11 and told me, I hate myself. I don't want to be here anymore. I want to die. I don't feel loved. And because of that, decided was going to explore homosexual behavior at 11. I am thankful to say that a year later she has decided to come back from that and has started to listen when I tell her that God loves her. That there's someone out there that no matter what world loves to tell you God doesn't care. God's evil. If, if God was love, why does everything happen? Why do bad things happen? Did you know that the Bible has an answer for that? Like it does for everything else. Romans 8 28 and we know works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. All things. Not some things. Not this person over here getting healed, but that hurricane that was in Sorry. All things. And a prime example of that is in 2013, 
uh, my grandfather passed away from cancer. Horrible, tragic death. Through that, God turned that into an opportunity to draw my family closer together and to make us stronger. But nobody wants to look at that. Nobody wants to look at that miracle because somebody died. The world tells you that no one cares. That's the devil in your hair, by the way. Because you know what? He can't tell the truth. He can't. Even if he wanted to. But the Bible is nothing but truth. And so that's why it says in 1 Peter 5, 7, cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Not because he can. It's because he cares for you. Because every person on this earth, God loves. And he gets the kids every time I say this. Even in jail. The people who have committed crimes. Yeah, God loves them too. He loves every person on this earth, but we are too consumed with what the world thinks of us, what our best friend thinks of us, what our teacher thinks of us, what our mom and dad and grandparent thinks of us, that we won't step off the cliff. We won't see what God has for us. Because we're holding on to the world like a lifeline, but that world is doing nothing but draining your life. Kids are so easily influenced. When I see second graders, sorry, let me be more accurate, kindergartners walking around with the latest smartphone their own Facebook account, Snapchat. You think that because they're little, the junk you see on Facebook isn't on theirs? It's there too. And they see it. They take it in. They draw it in. That's why every time there's an election, I get to hear what every parent in Fleming Island is voting about. Oh, yeah, I can tell you. It's quite interesting. I have come to find out one thing that um, really impacts a child's life, and that is divorce. I'm so thankful to be able to say that I, I have both of my parents, they love each other most of the time. And I had them for my whole childhood. I never had to deal with mommy's new boyfriend. I could probably maybe two kids that I work with can say that. Maybe two. Everyone else gets to come and tell me how their dad's weekend was. There are so many books out there that will tell you if you do it right, 
you can be divorced and your child will not be affected. That's a straight up lie. No matter what you do, how you do it, your children will be affected. Because it doesn't matter what age they are, they're always going to say the exact same thing. Is it my fault? It doesn't matter. God never intended for marriage to be temporary. There's a reason when you get married, you say, till death do us part, not until we have a small fight do us part. Or not until we have a little struggle do us part. There's a reason God designed it that way. God doesn't make mistakes. And that includes when he made you. He doesn't make mistakes. He made everybody perfect. Everybody. So don't look down on the person next to you. Because they might look different. Or might not be wearing the same brand as you. Or because they might not have as much money as you. Because when it comes down to it, you can't take your bank account to heaven. You can't take your expensive clothes to heaven. God made everybody perfect. So don't worry about what the world thinks. Because Grandma told you that you're a little chubby. So something that super amazing that has happened over the past uh, year or so. Because um, after I graduated, uh, it, it was really something because up until you graduate, your life is laid out for you. You wake up, you go to school, you go, you go That's it. Your life is laid out for you. And then you go to graduation, and you're like, woo, yeah, big party, good. Then you wake up the next day, and they go, okay, here, adult. What are you looking at me for? You've got to figure out what you want to do. There's no, there's no outline. There's no plan. You've got to decide what you want to do. So I did what I thought was right, what everyone, <coughs> mom and dad, had told me to do. So I went to college. Um, and kept working. And like I said, I fell in love with my job. 
because I wanted to reach these kids. And on several occasions, I've gotten to the point where you get so frustrated with your job, you just want to quit. And every time, God sat there and said, no, no, no. you're not done. Okay. So I took a semester off from school to kind of figure out what I really wanted to do. And I worked full-time and moved out of mom and dad's house, which they said was a bad idea. And um, I got some perspective on some things. And, and one of the things that I'm deeply blessed with and, and grateful for is over the past couple of years, uh, my relationship, especially with my dad, has gotten so much better. Whenever I was younger, we, did, we didn't have the best relationship because my older brother was always closer to him. So my relationship with dad has gotten a lot better, and I've come to find that I, I enjoy talking to him, which I never thought was possible, especially after taking over the children's church, because we finally had something to talk about. Um, I always talk in church with my dad, which if you don't know who he is, they're sitting there. He's that guy. I know. I got the best things. Appreciate it. Um, but God has just He's been such a blessing. And I can say without a, a doubt in my mind that if I did not have God and my parents had not raised me the way that they did, I wouldn't be standing. Because from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed at night, you're bombarded with so much that the world has to offer. And that's why I hate the fact that kindergartners are running around with Because all they see every day is what the world wants and tells them that they have to be. Not knowing that they're all really accepted and loved by the most important thing ever. And that will never change. So, my question is what if? What if we step? What if we step off the cliff? What if we did what God asked of us? What if? What if we decided to not worry about what the world thought of us? Or not worry about worldly things? If we took that 15 minutes to not look at our phone and not look at the world...
whenever people think and one thing I love about that song is it starts out that everybody wants to be a hero, everybody wants to be amazing, everybody wants to be great. Because everybody thinks at some point in their life, what can I do in order to get my name in history? So that I'm remembered for everybody wants to be Everybody wants to be really great. But some of the most amazing miracles start So they all come up and they ask me, what are you going to do? Do eat cake? That's about it. No. Where are you going to go? What are you going to do? Do you want to do it? It's okay. What else is there? You don't want to go out and you know, have a drink? Party? Why? <laughs> because you know what? With God, I get to have ten times the fun you do and remember it all. So what if? Don't hate what if questions. Does it make you think? What if you stepped off? What if you looked up from your phone for 15 minutes? What if you were nice to that kid in chemistry class that... Yeah.